Amen. We are, good morning, we are on Daf Yud Dalad Amad Aleph, particularly the last couple of words of Yudim Lubavet. Mashir is dedicated in the memory of Chaya Sarabah Shmuel of Mata Rivka. Amar Rabbi Abba. Right, it's Rav 2? Is that correct? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I apologize. Opposite, you give him a bit. I got scared. I thought you missed the dead. All right, sorry, but it's not everything. Okay, you give him a medal at the very bottom. Amar Rabbi Elazar, my dear thief. Rabbi Elazar says, what is the name of the Pazik says? Lo yigarami tzadik enav. That Hashem doesn't withhold his his eyes from a tzadik, from a righteous person. Bishartz shabirta v'yatsa mimena sha'ul. And as a merit for the tzniut, the modesty that, that Rachel had, she merited that Shaul came from her, because Shaul also was known as a very big tzanua. And in, as a reward for the modesty of Shaul, he merited to have Esther come from him. So Gemara now will elaborate. Some famous, uh, some famous Gemaras uh, in, this, in today's Amun. What was the modesty of Rachel? That Yaakov told Rachel that he was the brother of her father. Was he really the brother of her father? He was the son of the sister of her father. What does it mean? Okay, so that wasn't, that's not accurate. Like the relationship's off. It made it sound like he is her uncle, but really he is her cousin. Right? So Allah Amar rather what he said to her was as follows. Minsibali, she said, he said, marry me. Amarle in. She said, yes. Me, however, she says, Abba Ramahu, my father is a trickster. You will not be able to avoid him or overcome him. Amarla, he said back to her, um, here. if he is in fact a trickster, Achiv I am his brother in trickery. Right, because Yaakov also tricked uh, somebody, namely his father and brother. Amrle, she said to him, Wait, is it, is it permissible for a tzaddik, for a righteous person, to uh, get around with uh, trickery? Sounds uh, inappropriate. Amrle, in. He said, Yes. So, means like with somebody who is. Uh, like appropriate, like righteous, so you should do that and should behave that way. But if somebody who is ikesh, who is uh, uh, following the wrong path, then you have to uh, deal with them the way you deal with them. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you the exact translation in a second here. I'll give, I'll give you the exact translation in a second. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yes, with the, uh, with the pure, you will show yourself pure. With the perverse, you will show yourself subtle. Okay, that's the idea. Um, I'm in the Ikesh Titafal, it's like the Pasuk, Dor Ikesh Uftatol. Maybe you're familiar with that Pasuk? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Amarla, he said to her, Umay Rimiyuta. So he says to her, okay, so what's the trickery? What do we have to watch out for here? Amarla, she said to him, Itli Ituta de Kashisha Minai. I have a sister who is older than me. Modern Hebrew word Kashish means an elderly person. Here it doesn't mean elderly sister, it just means older. Below Minsivli Mikama. And he will not marry me off before her. Let's be honest, Rachel says. So what does he do? Famously, Masar la simanim. He gave her signs. Kimata lelya, when the night arrived. Amra, she said to herself, Rachel said to herself, Hashta michsefa achtai. Now my, my sister will be embarrassed because what's going to happen is going to go through the, the process of marrying Leah and then Yaakov's going to give her the sign. She won't respond and he'll be like, ah, it's the wrong person and she'll be humiliated. Misartinu nihala. So she gave her the signs. Vahaini dichtiv. And that's what the pasuk means when it says, "Vayhi ba boker v'nei lihi leya." 
Right, it was in the morning, and it was Leah. Michlal, the implication is, Well, until now, she wasn't Leah? Like she was Leah the whole time. She didn't like morph into some different person. Rather, because of this simanim, that Leah, that Rachel passed over to Leah, he didn't realize until now. Okay, so that's a, a nice uh, longish agarata uh, in Drush on the Pasuk, but it actually is trying to explain a real difficulty in the Pasuk. That's a real difficulty if you're, if you're, if you're reading the Chumash there. What does that mean? That's, that's what he's trying to explain. He explains the backstory. But what we get from the backstory is that Rachel is a really a mamash, a uh, snu'ah, who really uh, who doesn't want her sister to be embarrassed. So the Fikam says, the Gemara, therefore, So she gets Sha'ul. What's the modesty of Shaul? As it says in Shmuel Aleph, that the manner of the kingdom, he didn't say to him that Shmuel talked about. Meaning Shaul hid the fact that Shmuel told him that he was going to be the king of Israel. That's wild. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, if anything exciting happens to me, I brag about it the next morning. Like, you know, like, even like the smallest thing. And all of a sudden, like, he's going to become the king of Israel, the first king of Israel. He's like, yeah, I don't feel, feel like he's necessarily talking about that. So that's quite modest. So therefore, Zachai biat Samim and Esther. So he had Esther come from him. He married it to have Esther come from him. Rabbi Elazar, and Rabbi Elazar points out, When Hashem meets out, like gives out greatness to a person, He gives it out also to His children and His grandchildren for all generations. As it says in Eov, He settled them for eternity and He raised them up. Okay. Now, but what happens? That the person, he gives that means he sort of becomes haughty. Um, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu Then God will lower him. Shnei it says in the rest of the pasuk, "V'im asurim bizikim v'gomer." If they're tied up in chains, etc., etc., things will not go as well. Okay, so that was the beginning part of this uh, this Amun, the story of really Rachel and Leah, probably the most famous part there. Okay, then the pasuk says that Ma'amar Mordechai Esther Osa. Esther did what Mordechai should have told her to do. Amar Abiyomia, Abiyomia says Shehaita Mara Dam Nida Lachachamim that she would show the blood of her menstrual blood to the Chachamim. I'm not totally sure how that comes from this particular pasuk. I don't know why Ma'amar Mordechai Esther Osa. Not sure exactly, unless it's like the idea that like. Uh, to make sure she's uh, pure for him or something like that, but I'm not exactly sure how that works out. Okay, kasher haita ito as she was uh, as she was in um, what's it called? It's like being taken care of by him, like brought up by him. So, uh, yeah, maybe custody is a good one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so it says like this. Yeah, I'm a rabbi bar lema. And I don't think we have Mishmei the Rav here. So Rabbi Bar Lema says, that's a nice confusing piece. If you're new to Gemara, you'll see the word Lema here. You'll assume it means, you know, we should say or something like that. But I think it's a name here. Right, that she would arise from the, like the, uh, the chek, like the, uh, the lap or the embrace of Achashverosh, and then she'd go to Mikvah, and then she'd go and be with Mordechai. Uh, so that's sort of how she, that's kaisher haitab be'omnaito, that's sort of how she managed this thing, the balance. I don't really, I mean, it's interesting just thinking in terms of practical terms, what does it mean? She went back and forth in the palaces of Achashverosh, once she was the queen, back to Mordechai, like what, like every, it just seems like a weird reality. I thought she was like in the, in the palace, that's what the Gemara sort of uh, tells us, yeah. Do you have to do Nida if you're not married, if you're married to a non-Jew? 
with the non-Jewish husband. Yeah. So the non-Jewish husband, the, the halachot of the Torah don't apply generally to non-Jews, right? So they wouldn't, the, the, the isser of being with the nida wouldn't apply to a non-Jewish man. <laughs> but we're, we're, saying, but we're, saying that we're saying that menstruation was because of Mordechai, not because of Achashverosh. And the tovelet after she was in Achashverosh, it sounds like almost, not so much, I don't know, it's like perfectly halachic. Like it sounds more like a... Spiritual. Yeah, like, you know, it's like kind of like defiled by him. So you're going to make fun, like purify yourself. And that's what it sounds like. Okay. By Amim Mahim, in those days, Mordechai Yosheh Bashar HaMelech, Mordechai was sitting by the gate of the, of the king, Katsaf Big Tan Batera, so big angry at the king. Amar Rabbi Chiyah Ba'aba, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Hiksif HaKadosh Baruch Hu Adon Al-Avodab La'asover Tzon Tadik. Hashem made an Adon, a master, get angry at his servants in order to fulfill the need or the will of the righteous person. Umanu Yosef. Who is it? It's Yosef. Shedem Marja says, V'sham itanu nar ivri begomer. Okay? That, um, they, that, that the, um, the Avadim, right? The Yisar HaOfim, Yisar HaMashtim, who were in, uh, who were in the jail, so they're saying, oh, we had this Nar Ivri with us. I mean, essentially what Hashem did is Hashem manipulated the, the, the situation to make sure that these guys um, did something wrong. That's what they say. Hashem, Paro Katsaf al Avadav, right? Paro was angry at his servants. Um, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. Okay. Um, so he says, so he said, Paro Katsaf al Avadav, Paro got angry at us, and now here we are in the jail. But that's all a setup, essentially, the Gemara is saying, so that, ya- so that Yosef was there, so he can interpret their dreams later on, which, which eventually enables him to get out of the jail and become second in command. Similarly, says the Gemara, Avadim al Adunayhem, Hashem makes um, servants angry at their masters, La Sotnes La Tzadik, to do a miracle for the Tzadik, Umanu Mordechai. And who is that? That's Mordechai. Dichli Ba'ivada Hadabar, Lo Mordechai Begomer. He said that Mordechai, the matter became known to Mordechai, meaning that for, in order for the whole perm story to take place, we need this event where Mordechai has this information that he's unable to share through Esther, through Achashverosh, which comes back, obviously, to then uh, help him and hurt Haman. But that was, the, the, the way that it has to work is Hashem manipulates, manipulates the situation so that the servants got angry at their king. Okay. So now, Abba Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan explained, Big Tan Shnei Tarsim Habu. They were two people from Tarsus. They spoke in their language. And they said, They said, Since this, wo- this one came, meaning this woman, Esther, came, we haven't slept at all. We haven't seen any sleep in our eyes. I meaning I guess like Esther and Achashverosh are together and he keeps making demands of us. And it's like super annoying to have to uh, deal with him. Let's put some poison in his cup. So that he will die. And that sounds like a little bit extraneously like specific, you know, like... Let us, let us poison him so that he will die. Like, that's not like very dramatic, you know, I like that. It's like the hero of Angalia Yeah, maybe, yeah. Did you on that? Which word means poison? Uh, Ra'al. Aris, uh, Aris. Um, yeah. A, a, uh, a poisonous snake, I think, is called a Nachash uh, Arsi. Okay. They didn't know that Mordechai was among the members of sitting in the Lishkat HaGazit, meaning a member of the Sanhedrin. He knew all 17 languages. So Amarlo, so Big Naga says to Teresh, He says, yeah, but our watches, my, my watch and your watch are not the same. Amarlo, he said to him, Meaning there's no time for us to get away because if we shared the watch, one of us could do the watch, one of us could do the poisoning. But since my watch and your watch don't overlap, so then who's going to do the poisoning? We have to, we're not together, you know? So he says, let's so he says, I'll watch, I'll watch your watch, and that'll give you time to, to go. 
Behind the the matter was sought out and it was found. What do you mean found? That they weren't found in their watch because one of them basically was avoiding his watch, and that's how that's what he was trying to, uh, I guess, do the poisoning. Um, fine. So after these, it's my achar. So it says achar my, but it should say my achar. What does uh, after mean? It means after God um, made or created the healing, like right for the um, wound. God does not strike Bnei Israel unless He creates the uh, solution, right? Uh, the, the the healing, the right. Uh, before the treatment beforehand, Shneimar just says, "Karafi uh, liYisrael v'nigla avon Ephraim." When I when I heal Yisrael, the sin of Ephraim becomes revealed. Okay, so it's like first the healing, and then the sin becomes revealed. So you see, like right, there's like a, pro, a path towards, let's say, tshuva or you know, or, or repentance. Um, when it comes to the nations of the world, ain't okay. That's not the case. First he strikes them, and then he makes a refuah. Shneimar just says, "V'nigaf Hashem et Mitraim." So God struck Mitraim. Nagov verafo, he struck him and he healed them. So there is a healing, but it comes only after the strike. Okay, uh, that's a nice idea about hikdim hadash baruch hu lamaka. That's a nice idea. Okay, by yibes be'inav lishloch yavim b'nechalabido. So it became scornful in the eyes of Haman to uh, stretch out his hand, right, to extend his hand against Mordechai alone. Amarabu, um, what does it say? Alone. B'tchilah b'Mordechai lebedo. First plan was first stage of the plan was Mordechai alone. Ulebasop be'am Mordechai. Then it was the nation of Mordechai. But it doesn't really mean nation. Umanu, what does it mean? Rabbanan, the rabbis. Ulebasop bechol yudim. And it was all the Jews. Okay. Then that's the pasuk says he peel poor hu ha'goral. He uh, made a, uh, the poor, the lottery, that's a lottery. Tana taught us, When the lottery came out in the month of Adar, he became very happy. Amar, he said, He says, it's great, the lottery fell out in the month that Moshe died. That's got to be very auspicious for an enemy of the Jewish people. Yeah. The law, but we didn't know. But he didn't realize it's the same day. Moshe was born and died the same day. So you think you got him? Do you think you got him? He messed it up. He messed it up. It's a good day for the Jews. We celebrate Shabbat on the seventh of Adar. You like that one? Yeah. Anyhow, Yeshno This is there is one nation. This is Haman's, uh, you know. Uh, Proposal to Achashverosh. There's no one who knows like evil talk like Haman. Like if you want to like, Haman was great at like convincing Achashverosh to do bad stuff. Amar le, he says as follows: Ta nichlinu, let's go and destroy them. This is Haman's suggestion. So Amar le, so Achashverosh said back to him, Mistafina, I'm afraid Neilukav from his God to lordly Abedi could Abed They shouldn't do to me, but he did to my predecessors. Right, I mean, he's nervous. Like you know, the, the, the Jewish God is sort of a creepy thing. We don't, we don't, know, don't know to mess with it. Amar um, he says, "No, Yeshno, don't mean this. Yeshno, Yashnu min hamitzvot. They've slept from the mitzvot, meaning they are not people who are keeping the mitzvot. Bless you. Okay, so Amar but he says back to him. This Ashurash is back to him. It rabbanan. He says, "No, but they have. The, there's the rabbanan. They they clearly keep the mitzvot." Amar So Haman said back. Am Echadim, they are one nation. Okay, that's again, that's the quote. Am Echad. Okay, 
Now, Shemo Tomar Korchani Malchutcha. Unless you say that I'm going to make a bald spot in your kingdom, meaning let's say like the Jewish people, they're like in one area, so if you wipe them all out, it sort of creates this bald spot, so to speak, that's not great for the land. No, don't worry about that. They are mifuzar, they're spread among the different nations. Okay? So it's not, going to make a, it's not going to make a dent at all. Who cares? If a bunch of Jews spread all out, if you kill them all, it doesn't make a difference. Unless you say that you, okay, we got benefit from them. The Jews are, you know, they contribute to the society. Shema means last. Last, yeah. Okay? If you say that, no, mifurad, they are mifurad. So mifurad generally means like uh, spread out, right? Or scattered. It says, no, but kipred. It's like the word pered. What's a pered? A mule. What's like a mule? Sheina ose perot. It's just like a mule. It doesn't have fruit. It doesn't bear fruit. Meaning a mule is sterile. Okay? So a mule is like the symbol of something that can't, doesn't have um, a future. So so to the Jews, they are miforad. They also have no impact. That's the idea. Veshema tamar ika midinata minayu. Maybe you'll say there's like one midina of them or something at least. Tamud lomar. That's what comes says. Bechol midinot malchutecha. In all the midinot of your kingdom. They're in all the, the different provinces. So don't get too excited about that. It's not going to make a difference. Vitatehem shonot mikolam. And their uh, religion or their practices are different from all the other nations. To lo achle minan. They don't eat from us. Velo nasbe minan. And they won't marry from us. Velo minsebilan. And they'll marry our, their kids off to us. So they won't mix with us at all. So who just get rid of these people? They don't follow the king's uh, practices. They're all the time saying shayi pai. What's shayi pai? Rashi says Shabbat hayom, Pesach hayom. They're always making excuses. Oh, I can't work today. It's Shabbos. Oh, it's Pesach. You know, until today, by the way, you know, you have this thing. You know, you have to be very careful at work and make sure that your boss knows. You know, like it's a legit thing. Shabbos and Pesach, all these things. They're, they're legitimate excuses, but you have to make sure it doesn't just sound like ridiculous. This is not worth it to the king to leave them alone. Why is it not worth it to the king? That's a puzzle. Because they eat and drink, but then and then they disparage the, the kingdom. If a fly falls into, or a mosquito falls into the cup of one of them, he throws away the fly and he'll drink the wine. Okay, that's one thing they'll do. But, but if my master, the king, would touch a cup of wine that they had, they'd dump it on the ground. Why? Because we have a lacha called... Stam yenam. Stam yenam means we're not allowed to drink the wine that's touched by non-Jews. I'm not sure if this is a halachic anachronism. I think it might be. Yeah, I don't think at the time, I'm not sure if that takana was in place at the time of Achashverosh. I, I think it's a little early for that, but I'm not totally sure about that. Um, I think it is a little bit, but that's the idea. Right? The idea is that like, we won't even, right, we won't even uh, participate with them at all, and that certainly seems very insulting. You'll eat from my su'udah, but if I touched your wine, you would throw it away. That certainly doesn't I mean, sound very good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. That, again, again, like, if, if I'm right, that's a lot of mechanism. It really uh, sort of uh, highlights that. It's not about the specifics, right? It's more the idea than the. Uh, yeah, like the Gemara is telling us, like, Gemara is realizing, oh, it's like kind of rude, like, that we have a Gizera like this. Oh, well, I was going to say something different. You're right. I think it can be perceived as rude, that's true. But also, I think it's reflective of the experience of the Chachamim were having themselves. 
And that's, and that's, and I think that's a real issue that they probably, they certainly had, I think, in their experience. So, so it's, a, it's a timely example of something that maybe wasn't per, per se relevant at the time of Machashver, so maybe it's never anything relevant at the time of Machashver. But it's certainly a topic that people could relate to at that time, and I think even now, we can't relate to that. Okay? Um, fine. Then it says, If it pleases the king, he should write the uh, thing to destroy them. I'll give you 10,000 talents of silver. It was revealed to the one who said in the world was created, meaning to God, that in the future, Haman would gather up Shkalim against Yisrael. Okay, that would be his plan. Therefore, Hashem preceded or made come early their shekels of Bnei Yisrael to his shekels. What do you mean? Behind the Dutan, this is what it means in the Mishnah, but it says, That in the first of Adar, we start to announce about the Shkalim, the Machatzit HaShekel, we collect half a shekel from each person. That already was done from Rosh Chodesh Adar, also Kilayim, by the way, um, preparation to get rid of your mixed seeds in the ground, but that's not relevant to our particular Gemara. But that's the idea there. And so we have this idea from the Mishnah that we already start collecting Machatita Shekel. Dafka is like an antidote. It feels nice to get in the Makkah. It's like an antidote to um, Haman's gathering of Shekelim as well. Let's just do one more line. The king says to Haman, the money is yours. And don't worry about that and just do what you ever want with the people. This is a mashal for Haman and Achashverosh as follows. Um, two people. One person has a mound of dirt in his field and one person has a trench in his field. The one who has the trench says, who will give me this mound for money? Because that way I can take the extra dirt and fill in my trench and have a nice flat surface. The person who has the mound says, who will give me a trench? Because I want to have a place to dump my dirt and that way I can have a nice flat ground. At a certain point, they paired up, they joined up. So the trench guy says to the mound guy, sell me your mound. He says, ah, take it for free. Meaning like we're doing both a favor. Same thing with Achashverosh and Haman. Haman says, I'll give you 10,000 talents of silver. And Achashverosh is like, ah, take the money. Who cares? We both have the same interests in mind. We both have the same goals. So we'll get done with it. Everything's great. Shkosh, everybody. Why is the